Hey everyone, this is Jack here with episode 12 of the Off the Beaten Path podcast. So right now I'm walking down a fairly busy street. I'm about to turn off of it, uh, so hopefully there won't be this background noise the whole time that I'm here. Um, yeah, I'm uh, walking down the street in India in a suburb of Delhi called Ghaziabad. I uh, just went for a workout at the gym and I uh, thought I'd do a little podcast on my way walking back to where I'm staying with couch surfing. Yeah, it's been uh, an incredible week here in Delhi. Uh, I gotta admit, when I first arrived here, I was a little scared. Um, I think my last podcast, I was uh, about to take a series of flights, and as expected, the flights were pretty, uh, pretty intense. Um, and I, it was the lack of sleep and, uh, you know, I spent three out of four nights doing a red eye going from, uh, South America to Montreal and then from Montreal to London, spend a night in London and then from London to Delhi. And like I said, that, that whole time I was just sort of anticipating my time here in India, everyone telling me how dangerous this place is or how overwhelming it is. Uh, so... You know, was, uh, I got myself a little amped up, but I gotta say, it's really hasn't been as scary or as overwhelming as I thought it would be. Don't get me wrong, it's a really intense, chaotic place, but I've actually found it like, oh, there's some surprising green spots in this city, and yeah, you find people trying to scam you and stuff, is all everybody warned about, but there's also so many nice people. Um, I was really inspired to do this podcast because, like I said, I just went to the gym and like I was like, okay, maybe I can go and pay a little bit of money and they'll let me use the gym. And I got in there and it's like, oh, just one day, you should use the gym for free. And so I went in and I used the gym and it was great and people were coming up, offering me workout advice and all of this stuff. And then after that, it was, uh, I went downstairs to like buy some stuff from the pharmacy, like some deodorant. And some guy came up to me. He's like, oh, I recognize you. I was like, do you? He's like, yes, you're my brother. He's like, good evening. Good, you know, nice to see you. And just like the most warm-hearted person. And uh, as I was leaving, he was like, God bless you. I'm so glad I met you. We didn't say anything else. Like, that was it. He just called me his brother and said, I'm glad that I met you. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of little experiences like that. You know, and there's the mix of people on the street that come up to you and they're like, oh, get in my tuk-tuk, come on, let me sell you some things, come on, come on, come on. You know, but it's, it's, there's been so many people that I've had positive interactions with. So yeah, to jump back when I first arrived, um, I uh, grabbed the taxi uh, without without much issue to uh, my Airbnb where I was staying the first couple days. And I was staying with... Uh, a uh, couple there, an older couple whose kids have gone off to college. One of them actually graduated from IIT in Kanpur, where Shiraz also graduated, crazy, crazily enough. And now he's working, he got a PhD in the U.S. and is working there. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of a small world. Similar, I know someone who's done that. Uh, yeah, so um, 
yeah, so she has a couple empty bedrooms in her house and she's renting them out on Airbnb and just a lovely, warm, warm person. I first got there early in the morning, you know, off my red eye and she like made me this breakfast with, you know, these deep fried breads and curries and uh, she makes her homemade Indian pickle, which I, if anyone who knows my love of Indian food knows how much I love Indian pickle, uh, the it's this way of curing vegetables where they put it in all these spices and oil and then set it out in the sun to cure. And she makes these herself like 10 different types. And I was telling her this and she's like, oh yeah, I have some mango pickle, which is my absolute favorite. And it was just to die for. So good. I, I, ate, I ate a lot of it while I was there. But yeah, she provided a free breakfast and I told her how much I loved Indian food and cooking. And I think she properly fell in love with me. Um, and showed me how to cook a bunch of different things. Um, yeah, that, that first day I was still kind of getting over the jet lag. Um, you know, it was a full 10 and a half hour shift from Lima. So it was, uh, quite the, the time zone jump, but, um, it actually, it actually didn't hit me that bad. You know, they, they say it's supposed to take one day for every hour time change you have, but it was really just that first day for me. That next day I was feeling good, ready to go. Um, that that day all I did on the first day was went out and get a SIM card because my phone was stolen before like I mentioned so I had to uh, get a new SIM card here so I have an Indian number now I have data going around the city it's kind of slow but hey it's, it's, it's enough to get by and have uh, Google Maps or whatever yeah and then I came back I took a two hour nap woke up uh, cooked with my Airbnb host and uh, she let me like actually help out in the kitchen, flip the, help make the bread a little bit. And I'm so bad at rolling out these stuffed parathas, but uh, she uh, let me try anyway. And yeah, she actually, um, my Airbnb host, her parents uh, have their own farm. And she had gone to her parents' house that day and got some fresh vegetables from there. And uh, we cooked them together, like from her parents' farm and ate dinner together. And, like, this isn't normally included. Like, she said in the Airbnb message, like, oh, well, I'll include breakfast. But this dinner was just because she knew how much I loved the uh, cooking and eating Indian food. So that was just really sweet of her. Yeah, so uh, did that and then um, got a full night's sleep. So I took a two-hour nap, got a full night's sleep, slept for, like, ten hours, and woke up the next day feeling, like, on Indian time. I have no idea how it worked. Maybe it's just I was exhausted from all my red-eye flights. But, yeah, it worked out really well. So, yeah, then after that, uh, the next day, um, there were some other people arriving at the Airbnb. Uh, she has two separate rooms where she's hosting people. And it turned out the people that were arriving were two Americans who were from Seattle, or right outside of Seattle. So I'm like, wow, that's a small world. Uh, so we actually explored Delhi together. Uh, for two days. It was it was really nice to have some American travel companions. The first day we went out and saw uh, the biggest mosque in Delhi, Jamid, uh, Jamid Masid, I think is how you say it. I'm, I, you'll have to forgive me. I'm so bad with all the, the names of the places. Um, yeah, we, we saw this wonderful, beautiful mosque. It was really lovely to go inside and great architecture from the 1600s. Um, and we ate an excellent... Uh, Indian restaurant. It's called Kareem's, which is pretty famous. I think uh, Shiraz recommended it to me, actually, because he's eaten there. And it's gotten the, the uh, I guess, the Mughal style or, like, more uh, Muslim-oriented cuisine. Uh, it's really, really incredible. Like, 
these rich curries. There was some naan, uh, this really spicy baked chicken. Um, and we, it was like, oh, let's order half portions. Then maybe we can order some more. But we ordered two half portions or three, three half portions for the table. And that was enough to like completely fill us up with these giant naans that they serve. So yeah, that was pretty much all we needed. Um, yeah, and then we wandered around, did a little shopping, looked around a few other spots, uh, and went back and just had kind of a quiet evening, ordered some dinner in, uh, had it delivered. And then the next day, uh, so one of the, one of my friends from Seattle, uh, she is actually an environmental journalist and works with some people here in Delhi. Uh, but she's never met him in person. It worked entirely remotely with them. So we actually met up with a couple of her co-workers, her colleagues from Delhi, and we all traveled around together. It was uh, five of us in total. Me, the two people from Seattle, and two people who live here in Delhi. And they showed us around all these incredible spots, this like happening little spot uh, called Housecast Village, which has... Uh, all these little bars and restaurants that are all kind of up upscale-ish. And when I say upscale, you know, instead of paying $2 per meal, you may pay 8 or $10 a meal. <laughs> um, but a really, really amazing food. Like all of, I mean, like fusion pani puri uh, with potatoes inside. Like these little spheres of cry, fried crispiness. And then we'd stuff it full of like potatoes and curry and yogurt and... Oh, it was just an insane meal. I also got to try the local Indian beer called Kingfisher, which is kind of fun. It's a light beer. kind of reminds me of PBR, actually. So I had that with these paripuris and uh, this biryani mixed with... It's like some fusion cuisine where it was biryani with butter chicken. So this, like, classic rice dish with vegetables, but also with chunks of butter chicken inside. It was just absurd. And I think we had another dish, too. It's just... Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, it's so hard because I can't keep the names of everything straight. I'm, like, trying to write it down and keep notes of all the dishes that I try. But, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten them, gotten them all straight yet. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we went to, so with this group of five of us, we went to a sweets shop and tried these different sweets. Um, yeah, just insane. These, like, chunks of rich dough floating in this sweet milk concoction and uh this spongy um galoob jamun but uh it's just different types than i've ever had before gulab jamun not galoob jamun <laughs> sorry shiraz and all the other hindi speakers that are listening to this um yeah and so uh after that after our sweets adventure we went out and uh, walked through a park here which is really nice. Um, yeah, I saw some wild monkeys and some old ruins from the 1600s. Uh, just so, so much ancient history here in Delhi. It, it really is amazing. Um, yeah, I think we wandered around for quite a while, uh, just taking pictures and hanging out. We went and got some coffee at one point. And then later on in the evening, we had more food. We went out and got more street food, more panipuris, uh, more of the traditional style with this, these crispy spheres, like I'm saying, and you crack inside of them and fill them with this, uh, like, sweet, or not sweet, but, like, spicy, savory, green liquid, um, and these deep-fried potato things. It's just, 
oh, the, the food here is just insane. And I haven't felt the first hint of any sickness so far. But I, I think that's because I'm going with the locals and, like, going to the street places that they know is safe. Like, um, one of the guys who took us, who took us that night was... Uh, he was taking us to a place where he, like, knows the owner, and it, you could see on the side of it, it's like, everything's made with mineral water, where they're not using just tap water or anything. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was really good street food. Yeah, and so then that next morning, it was uh, time for me to leave my Airbnb. I would have stayed longer, honestly. I loved my time there so much, but uh, this Airbnb is really popular. She has great reviews, and um, it was actually kind of sad to say goodbye. She was like, oh, please don't leave. I'm going to miss you. You need to come back, all this stuff. So I really made a friend with my host there. Oh, I should say, um, the night before I left, we went out to... uh, We went with our host to a Hindu temple and a Sikh temple, Um, It was a Tuesday night, and um, she goes every day, I think every day to these temples, but that day they were celebrating, it's Hanuman's day, so Hanuman is like the monkey god uh, that you see pictures of everywhere, and uh, yeah, so went out and like, you saw like this this temple, uh, the Hindu temple has all these different gods, and the one, or all these shrines to different gods, and the, the... uh, Hanuman's shrine was like had all this like flowers all over it and a guy was sitting there like handing out little pieces of fried sweets and so you just go there and you sort of um, some people were praying but we just sort of went there and got uh, a mark put on our forehead and uh, got these little sweets and so yeah I, I don't fully understand the context of the prayers and everything but it was really interesting to see um, you know this this pretty religious woman's daily ritual for uh, going and going to these temples. She said earlier in the day uh, she went to a temple and did chanting for two hours continuously. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what the prayer was, but she actually sang it for us while we were there. Um, and it's really beautiful. These sort of, she has an incredible voice and the style of singing is just these sort of trills where you're uh, running through these different notes very quickly. Uh, just this beautiful, beautiful singing. So that was nice. Um, and then we went next door and went to a Sikh temple, which is which kind of surprised me. I didn't realize that was that there was this overlap. Um, but that's the beautiful thing about Sikhism. I've learned a lot about Sikhs, and they're just very accepting of everyone. So we went inside there, and we sort of uh, sat down in front of the shrine for a moment and just did a little bow and then got up. And uh, actually, they gave us a little food there as well, a little bit of just like... I don't know how to describe it, like, kind of like a cookie dough, sort of, but not as sweet, just sort of this sort of soft texture, and they sort of put it in your hand, and you, you eat it. And again, it was it was just interesting to see all these different rites and rituals that they have here. And, um, yeah, Sikhism is, is really cool. I, I, I can tell, tell you more about that in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, really cool cultural experiences, amazing food this first couple days, and... Um, and then uh, I worked out uh, the day before I left um, my Airbnb. I was sending out a few messages on couch surfing and uh, found someone who, who wanted to host me um, in a completely different part of the city, which has been, which has been interesting. Like, like I said, the, when I, those first couple days in the city, I was surprised at just like how green and not crowded it was. And that's because I was staying in South Delhi. And I looked online that that's a little more chill part of the city. That's why I picked an Airbnb there. Um, and now I'm, uh, I'm uh, in Ghaziabad, uh, just right outside the city of Delhi. It's still the state of Delhi, 
Um, it's part of the mega city, the 30 million, 28 million mega city. But yeah, Ghaziabad is just like right outside Delhi to the east, and it's uh, not on the metro line. So uh, there I could like walk 20 minutes and jump on the metro and be anywhere in the city. But here, the, me- the closest metro station is maybe a 30-minute, 40-minute cab ride away with, with traffic. So definitely further outside of the heart of the city here and definitely getting to see more of the crowds and the chaos. Um, Right now I'm looking around and I can count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 high-rises that are all 25 to 30 stories. And I'm not, we're like nowhere near downtown. It's this sort of like a residential sector where just tons and tons of people live out here. And the 30 that I see, there's more behind it. It's like obscured. I'm just in this like forest of these giant high rises. And so I'm staying on couch surfing on the ninth floor of uh, uh, my friend's house, uh, Rahul's house. And uh, yeah, he's a really, really nice guy. Uh, works in the IT business here and um, doing really well for himself. And uh, it's this kind of big community that's all gathered around him. Friends he knows off couch surfing and different things. He's, he owns uh, the, the flat. It's like a condo, basically. He owns this, this, ru- this uh, unit in the, con- in the high rise. And uh, a lot of people he's met off couch surfing, friends of friends, a big group we have all staying there. And uh, people are working, trying to do different things, a very startup mentality. Um, a few of the people that I've met that are staying here in couch surfing, they're trying to start up this um, kind of farm to table food startup where they're connecting rural farmers in Rajasthan with uh, right now there's like people just come and they pay them way low price and they'll just take their goods and re- resell them in the city and it kind of all gets diluted um, they'll take like the really pure ghee let's say and dilute it and sell it you know and not uh, not pay the farmers very much so what they're trying to do their business model is create uh, use like technological solutions create an application that can um, link farmers to people here in the city and they have tons and tons of people that are interested in getting better quality products and their goal is to like pay farmers more and like help these farming communities. Uh, the guy who is uh, t- taking the lead on this startup has got a PhD in social work and is like really cares about like improving these farmers' lives, but also like um, connecting, you know, making these really good products and, and selling them here in the big cities like Delhi and Jaipur. So uh, yeah, really cool startup. There's another startup going on about like trying to. Uh, make an application for laundry like a laundry service that's similar to uber here in the city so really just a lot of tech-minded people um and yeah it's just it's such a great it's all it feels very family-esque where you know we all sit down and have meals together and everyone's cooking for each other i'm having a hard time getting getting them to let me pay for anything i'm like come on guys like you bought all the food yesterday let me pay for something today um just it's just so great really found like i've met some great people here and i really uh you know people are asking me how long i'm going to stay it's and really i have no plans right now um there's a chance i might go down to rajasthan and see these rural villages uh that these guys at the startup um are working on so i i really don't know what's next for me or how long i'm going to stay here i'm gonna head back tonight and uh it's a saturday night so we're just going to make a bunch of food probably stay up late you know smoke some hookah 
um, and play chess. I've been playing a bunch of chess with these guys, which has been really, really fun. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, also during the day. So I think I've been here for three, four nights now. Been staying uh, with these guys on couch surfing, and uh, every day I've been going out into the city and seeing different sites as well. Um, there's so much to see in Delhi. It's it's really great. Um, I, you know, just been venturing out. There was a, one rainy day, but I got pretty lucky where it wasn't raining that much. Uh, whenever I was outside, and it seems like any time I ducked inside anywhere, it would start raining again. Um, but I went to a few different temples around the city. One of them is called Aksh- Akshardham, which is this um, really, really beautiful um, a Hindu temple. It's it's a particular sect of Hinduism that follows this uh, this one guru from the 1800s. But it's this incredibly elaborate, beautiful Hindu temple with... Uh, so you can, I would show pictures, but you're not allowed to take your cell phone inside. Um, there's hundreds and hundreds of people coming inside, but everyone has to check all their uh, cameras and cell phones, and you like get a token, and you can get it back on the way out. So no pictures in there, but... I, so this is this is the best I can do is with words, I, and you can Google search interior of Akshardham um, in Delhi, uh, and I really would recommend it. It's uh, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. This massive, massive structure uh, with these elaborate grounds all outside, and the stonework outside. You you see like giant stone elephants, like a dozen of them, all as tall as me, like built into the foundation of this place. And these beautiful manicured gardens and all of these uh, pillars and stairs leading up to this temple. But the real treasure is inside of the temple is this shrine to this this figure from the 1800s, this manifestation of God, so they say. And uh, all around it are these elaborate elaborate stone carvings these pillars pillar after pillar and every pillar is different with all of these stone carvings out of this beautiful white stone and the shrine is all covered in gold and jewels and all of these things and um, you can sort of the the main shrine is in the center and you can circle around the back side of it through all of these pillars and um, these uh, there's these pictures kind of telling the story of this um, this guy who um, you know, became enlightened or whatever, and uh, yeah, it was a really, really beautiful, um, beautiful temple. Um, and so that was one cool place that I visited. Another one was Lotus Temple, which was really cool as well. Um, this this Lotus Temple was completely different. Um, going in there, it's a temple not dedicated to any one religion. It's for all religions. And uh, there's no imagery on the inside. It's just this massive... uh, They call it Lotus Temple because it just looks like this giant arching uh, lotus flower. And on the inside is this enormous dome with incredible acoustics. And I say that because right as I happened to get there right at the time that it was they're doing their prayers. And they went through and they did a Christian prayer and they did a Muslim prayer and they did a Hindu prayer and a Buddhist prayer. You know, just little excerpts from the Quran, the Bible, from the Vedra, you know, these Buddhist texts. So it was really, uh, really cool to see, um, see the unity behind all that. And um, yeah, uh, outside they had their tenets about how they believe that you know, there's there's really just one God manifest in all all these different religions, and that we're all part of one you know one humanity, and that's what really matters. And oh, it's just is really beautiful. 
Um, and I, I've noticed that here. There's really a lot of acceptance for other people's religions. Obviously, you know, there's conflict right now around different religions in India. I mean, there, there, there has to be, given, <laughs> you know, just, just how much, how many different religions there are. But overall, just... Uh, what I've seen on a personal level is, is that there's a lot of acceptance of different beliefs and I think it's pretty amazing um, so yeah I saw that um, I've seen some other ancient ruins I went to the Delhi National History Museum and saw these artifacts from like a thousand BC and like um, yeah I could go on about all the things I saw in there there was this really beautiful uh section looking at like the evolution of the texts here in India so cool looking at the different scripts and how they've evolved over time for the past 3000 years or whatever um so that was a really cool thing to visit um trying to think there's there's a few other places that I've visited that are slipping my mind at the moment oh another one okay yeah all right last one i uh, that i've visited the biggest Sikh temple in Delhi. And Sikhism is a really, really cool religion as well. It's, they've got this, um, this similar philosophy to, um, the religion of the, the Lotus Temple where they're very accepting of people from all different backgrounds, Muslim, Islam, Christianity, doesn't matter. They believe in equality of the sexes, men and women are equal. Uh, they sit together during the prayers, um, inside of their temple. I went, I went to uh, the Sikh temple and the, uh, the facilitator, or I, I, I went into just like, there's this like tourist information area and I was just looking for a bathroom. So I just went in there to go to the bathroom and came out and one of the people that were in there, it's like, hey, do you want me to show you around the temple? And I should say there's like tons of people at this temple, all coming in, going inside, coming out, like it's very active. And that's because... Uh, part of the Sikh religion is that uh, these big temples, they give food to anyone that wants to come. Anyone who, uh, doesn't matter your background, your race, your caste, doesn't matter. If you're hungry, they'll feed you. And uh, it's like industrial level cooking. Really cool. Um, and so, yeah, so that's why there were so many people and this this guy was working at the uh, this Sikh man who was working at the tourist information center was happy to show me around. Um, he, everywhere you see signs that say no pictures, and I was, of course, happy to do that. But he's like, well, you're, it's okay. You're not taking selfies and everything. Feel free to take pictures. And he was, like, encouraging me to take pictures. So I got to take some pictures outside. He, he showed me uh, this beautiful, like, pool that they have set up where anyone can come bathe if they want to. It's just like this, this center where people can just come and bathe and get food and there's even a place to stay for a couple days if they really need it um it was just it's like a very open place for anyone who wants to come and uh i i got to go back and see uh the kitchen which of course anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that i thought it was it was just so cool it was so cool they're cooking in these giant giant pots i mean almost as uh probably a meter tall or something, uh, three feet tall, and it's just filled with soup or beans or vegetables or, and they're making uh, chapati, roti, um, chapati, or they call it, uh, they call it chapati. I've always heard it called roti. It's it's basically like Mexican flour tortillas, is almost exactly what they're like. Um, so they're making this on like an industrial scale. They have this like 
chip body uh, maker that's just like <laughs> it's like chopping the dough and like flattening it out and like firing it and but they also have people making it by hand because i think they said they they feed something like 20 or 30,000 people a day at this place and so people coming in and out they also have this prayer area uh where people were sitting around playing a tabla and sort of chanting and uh, lots of people were sitting in there um listening to the the prayers and everything so yeah really really fascinating religion and, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see a religion that's just so selfless and, I mean, so open to everyone, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, really amazing experiences so far, seeing these different perspectives and different religions in the world. And, um, yeah, what a, what a beautiful place India is. And, I, I, again, I'm just struck by how many random nice people that I've met, you know, walking down the street yesterday a guy I was just sort of was in a bit of a haze yesterday not sure what I wanted to do um I got some coffee and I was just wandering around and some guy came up to me and just started like chatting with me and you know was like you know where are you going what are you doing and was super friendly uh said oh you know I'd like to find some good street food and he's like oh let me take you to the samosa place that I know of and it was pretty good you know just like really friendly gave me some advice about the train travel here um yeah i think you know i i maybe stand out a little bit and i thought that would be kind of a liability but for the most part it's actually been really amazing because people kind of go out of their way to be nice to me um so yeah i've been i feel very grateful to be here and uh i i again i <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned it enough, but I'm just so, so happy with the food here. Uh, the food we've been making every night, couch surfing has just been amazing. Lunch every day, I'm trying something different. Um, really, really good stuff. Uh, even the simple meals, like just dal and parathas, you know, the very simple lentils and bread. And... It's really beautifully spiced and simple. Just amazing, amazing food here. Um, yeah, let's see. I'm at, I'm at 30 minutes now. At, at the interest in time, I should probably wrap this up soon. Maybe, maybe one more food story before I go. I think the best homemade meal I've had so far was the one I had night before last. Um, we went out and we got some... Um, they call it mutton here, which we call lamb, but that's what they call goat meat here. And so we got some fresh goat meat from the market. We, they buy the food fresh every day from the market. And so we went to the butcher and they have this, you know, like goat, piece of goat hanging up. And so they cut off a kilogram or half kilogram or something and take it back in a plastic bag and picked out some vegetables. And uh, they cooked this goat meat. They like boiled it in a pressure cooker to really soften it up quickly and then like uh strained it out and put it in this rich curry sauce that was incredibly spicy i mean just wildly spicy um the owner of the so it was uh my friend who's uh also staying there another guy off couch surfing who's staying there who's also indian and he made it and the owner of the the house was like man this is too spicy i don't know if everyone's gonna eat this and I was like, well, you know, we could add a little yogurt or something. And we only had just like a little bit of yogurt between all of us. So we're just like, oh, well, guess we're going for it. And of course, you eat with your hand here. You, uh, you just take the chunks of chapati, the chunks of roti, this flat bread, kind of like a flour tortilla. 
and you scoop it with your hands and you scoop the curry, you scoop the bits of meat and you just eat it. Um, and so it's just this, it looks hot too. It's just this red, oily curry, um, these chunks of mutton and it's fire. I mean, just so, so hot. And you don't, you don't eat with water here for like no one's drinking water while you eat. So I was, I was just going with the flow. I'm like, well, I'm going to go for this. And what happens if I just keep eating if it's hot? So my mouth was on fire and I'm just, it's delicious too. I mean, it's so, so good. It's really, really spicy, but it's just, I mean, the flavor is amazing. So it was almost like climbing a mountain is what it felt like. You know, I'm just eating my mouth on fire and there's no water and I just keep eating and keep eating and it's just, oh, it's just just amazing. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep doing it. And I had like a whole portion, maybe had three or four of these chapatis. You know, the bread cools it off a little bit. And I did add some yogurt as well, which helped. But I, I made it all the way through the meal. Like, you know, <laughs> nose was running, my eyes were watering, all around my lips are burning. But I'm just like so happy it was so good um and so i feel like my spicy tolerance is already increasing just just from that meal alone so yeah really really incredible incredible food so um yeah i anyway surprisingly like you know i had a little water five minutes after the meal i wasn't no no i'm good thanks Uh, someone's calling out to me after the meal it was like uh uh I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. After the meal, I, um, like five minutes later, my mouth wasn't hot anymore. And they were like, oh, just wait till tomorrow. Your stomach's going to be so upset. And I'm like, I guess we'll see. But it wasn't even that bad. Like, I felt fine. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I feel lucky to have, to be able to eat such spicy food. And it's, I'm I'm almost kind of like, it, it endears me to everyone. It's like, oh, wow, you really like the spicy food. Well, that means you can try this or that, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, it's been fun being able to eat everything here. So, yeah, um, a really amazing time. I'm going to go back and see what we're going to make tonight for dinner. Probably need to go out and buy a few things and, yeah, who knows? So, I guess I'll, with that, I'll wrap it up and, uh, catch you guys in the next one. See ya.